Welcome everybody to the Technical Theater Podcast, and before we start, I want to give a quick word from our sponsor. Welcome back everybody, and today's podcast is all going to be about our booth and our live sound setup in our theater. So on this podcast, I just want to talk a little bit about what we use and why we use it, and we're going to jump straight in with our soundboard, our M7CL Yamaha live soundboard or live mixer, whatever you want to call it. And we use this mainly because it has enough channels for us. It has 48 channels and it supports the Avion cards that we have in the back that go to our band so they can hear themselves through the board as we put the specific channel on the board. And also one of the big, big things is, well, you didn't think about it when we bought it, but now it supports the Dante network cards. So right now we are running two Dante network cards in it. So we can have up to 32 channels running through Dante. And if you don't know what Dante is, we'll get into a whole nother episode about that because Dante is literally so cool. Now, they have Dante Audio, which you run over a cat, like five, six, seven cable. Or you can have Dante Video now, which is coming down there announcing it, which is you can run video over a cat cable, which is just beyond imagination and so, so cool. But the other reason we use this board is because it's a digital mixer, it is industry standard, and that's basically why we want to give people the best experience and the best real life experience using the equipment that we have. That is why we have most of this equipment and why we prioritize getting industry standard equipment and not getting a whole bunch of new stuff, but getting stuff that will last and is used in the industry. So like this board, yes, it's seven, eight years old, but it's a great board still. So that's why we keep older stuff because it's still industry standard usually. Another thing we have our patch bay and our patch bay just basically we can route audio wherever we want to. We can route audio to say from a microphone to like channel microphone two to channel one if we want to see if the microphone one is dead we can just reroute it so it stays on the board in sequence so it's super easy or we can route sound to the recording studio that will get into that later though and then that's pretty much all we have the patch before and for stuff like up in the cats or for hanging mics and our stuff in the pit so you can just it's super easy it's just convenient but with dante you'll be able to do it digitally so no more patch bay but by patch bay pretty much we're saying and then we use audio technica mics and we do that because well those are the cheapest at the time and that's why we did it. But now we're getting new Shure Antex microphones. And those are brand new. This last year, I believe, they just came out. They were just announced. So again, those they got delayed. A whole bunch of stuff got delayed. So we don't have our batteries yet. We have the actual packs and receivers and everything we need for it. We even got our new DPA headsets and button lobs. But we still don't have the batteries. And the batteries are specific to it. So we can't use them yet. And then... We use the DPA headsets, which are industry standard because DPA just, and overall DPA just make the best headsets like in the game. No, hands down, best headsets in the game for the price. They're like $800. They sound amazing. You don't need to usually EQ them, which is so, so nice because it just takes so much time out of everything. And so you don't have the sound designer EQing that or the board operator EQing anything with DPA mics with their lobs usually. And that's it's just great basically. I just don't know how to explain it. And once again we do have the lav button mics 
which we just got the new Dante ones that are literally less than a size of a button, so you can hide them in a button. So cool. But that's not the point. Actually, that is kind of the point. So yeah, we're using a button lava. I think we have 16 of those. We just got new. And they're so cool because you can put them anywhere. You can hide them. You don't see them anymore. Like the DPA headsets, yes, they're really, really cool. But you see a whole big line going down the side of the cheek. The button laws, you can either put them in your wig. You can put them in, your, in an actual button. You can strap it to your chin. You can do a whole bunch of cool, cool things with these because they're so small. And it's just so cool that we are able to get those. And they're so, so tiny. And then the next thing is we, for our playback system, we have two Mac minis. And they're both newer. I believe they're 2010 and 2014 or 15, something around there. So they don't have any CD-ROM drives. But we just we do have a USB CD-ROM drive, so which is nice when we need to get audio off of that. But yes, that's what we use them. Uh, the older one we just use for our Audio Technica batteries and frequency manager, and that's on. We have two mon two screens as monitors, not actual monitors, but we have two monitors that sit on the side of our board, so we can see one of them. The bottom one is the smaller one, and that deals with all our Audio Technica. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Audio Technica mics and frequencies and battery manager and all that. That's what the bottom one's dedicated for. It's not as powerful as the top one. And then the top one, we run basically everything else. We can run QLab, we run iTunes, we run Audacity if we want to record something or make a new sound effect. Not even, that's just kind of like just an audio editor, just a basic one. We don't even use that to design sound. But like again, uh, we run QLab off of there, which is my favorite thing ever, especially for sound playback. It's just so easy and convenient to use. So that is one of my favorite things. And they're not maxed out, that's the only thing. I wish they were maxed out, but they're not. So, yeah, they're just small, convenient. We run our Red Scarlet through there. We run, basically, I think we run one Red Scarlet. And we have a couple terabyte drive backup just in case something fails. It's automatically always updating because it's in back. So it just automatically, when something changes, it automatically updates on the drive. So we have a backup just in case something goes wrong. During a show, we just play it off the backup pretty much, which is always a nice thing to have. Then our next thing is we have two monitors in the booth, not actual screen monitors, actual speaker monitors for the board. And those are used for just a, during a show or during a rehearsal if we just want to have one person up and start mixing with those. Those are super nice because they're, they're Tony's monitors, the two of them. They're yellow, they have good bass, they have good highs, lows, and mids, so super good. That's they're about a, I think a hundred two hundred dollars something like that around there, so they're like decent price, but they're studio monitors, so they're what we, they use in recording studios and everything, which is super nice. So if you ever need a pair, Tonio's super super good, and then we use EV monitors and speakers for backstage, not our main array. I don't know what is our main array, but I think they're JBLs and stuff like that, but. We use EV, we have four EV monitors that we use on stage, two for the actors, two for the band, or and we also have two in the pit just in case we need the orchestra down there, because sometimes we have band on stage, so we have two extra up there. Yeah, we have a whole bunch of monitors. So those are just used for, as you said, they, actors monitoring themselves pretty much, so that's about all we use them for. And then we have our sure... SM58 band microphones or just microphones and we usually just use them for band because we also have our wireless microphones that we use for when vocals so we use those and then we have a whole bunch of other SMs I don't know what they're called 
their ones for like French horn stuff like that and stuff that doesn't sound good with their SM58s and then we also have a sure I don't know, I think it's an EV drum mic setup we have five we have a low tom high tom snare an overhead and a kick mic so we have all those that we use for a drum set which is awesome and then we have a whole bunch of direct boxes for let's say piano stuff like that pianos uh silo synths guitars stuff like that that you can't kind of plug an xlr in unless it goes to a direct box through a quarter inch so yeah that's about what we use and then we also have four like i said earlier i didn't mention what they're called but we have four dpa hanging mics which is awesome they sound so good we just got them this year our old ones did not they sounded fine but let's admit it dpa we got new dpa ones and they just sound so much better so that is just a rundown of what we have in our theater and what we use if you have any questions leave them down below and i'd love to answer them thank you for listening